Turn us on, and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Welcome to Passion, a show all about love, sex, and relationships. This week is National Men's Health Week, and it has been a while since we have had our feature, Penis Talk. Of course, to do Penis Talk, I need a urologist, and now we have a urologist with us, uh, Dr. Judson Brandeis of California joins us. Hello, Dr. Brandeis. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. So this means basically on this feature is we focus on just men's sexual health. We are, we have a, a, you know an, an equal one for, for women with a gynecologist, but now I'm really happy to have you on so we can talk about all kinds of things and all kinds of questions that men have regarding their, uh, their sexual health. And I get questions a lot from men, uh, often around uh, erectile dysfunction, on uh, men wanting to know if there's anything to grow their penises bigger. Like that, that's a really common one as well. So I'm inviting our listeners to please text in your questions at 514-800, or you can call us directly and speak to us at 514-790-0800. We have a urologist, Dr. Justin Brandeis, taking your questions and answering your questions. So I want to start off with this one. Can I get a surgically elongated penis without any damage? My penis is about the size of your thumb, soft. But again, we should talk about a, a penis that is soft and one that is erect in terms of size, right? <laughs> Before we say anything. Exactly. Right. And, you know, the penis size varies from country to country. So if you live in the Congo... Your penis is about 7.1 inches. Oh, wow. If you live in North Korea, your penis is about 3.8 inches. I think that's why North Korea keeps shooting off all those rockets. <laughs> they have to prove some manhood. And exactly. <laughs> and that's erect, complex. right? Those are erect sizes. That's erect. Yeah, right. we only talk about erect penises. Right. And uh, if you live in the good old USA, an average penis size is about 5.1 inches. Exactly. So and that gives you kind of a, a range. And to be honest, the, the data shows that most guys that actually undergo some sort of penile elongation procedure mm-hmm. actually have normal penises, meaning right. within a couple of standard deviations of normal. Exactly. So it's more of, you know, it's like women get breast implants. Right. Um, you know, we're not, we don't judge anyone because of it. It's a, it's a personal choice, a personal preference. Um, and then there are a number of different options for penile elongation. Okay. So one is injection of fat mm-hmm. or hyaluronic acid, which is a filler like movie stars get put in their lips. Okay. Uh, the, the disadvantage of that is that one, it's kind of expensive, so five or ten thousand dollars. The wow. second is that it only lasts for a year or two, <laughs> and you kind of get this lumpy, bumpy appearance of the penis. Wow. And it doesn't do anything for length. It only does it for girth. For girth, okay. Right, and. Right. Women, as it, as it turns out, c- care more about girth, and men care more about length. Uh, yeah. Now, another thing that <laughs> men do is called jelking or using traction devices, which basically pulls the penis to make it longer. Right. But really what you're doing is you have this thing called the suspensory ligament, and the suspensory ligament hangs 
the back half of the penis. So actually half the penis is on the inside and half the penis is on the outside. So mm-hmm. if anyone ever asks someone, you know, well, how long is your penis? Take the length that you see and double it. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> so if a woman says, well, you know, you told me you had a 12-inch penis. You can say, well, listen. Half is on the outside and half is on the inside. Yeah, the I half on the inside is all just from California, and that's what he told me to say. Right, but the one thing I want to stress too, because a lot of men um, kind of look at themselves in the flaccid state. And then that's what bothers them, right? For oftentimes, mm-hmm. like, oh, I look like I have a little nub here or, or it's the size of my thumb. But we also know that erections are the great equalizers of penile length because you can have a thumb-sized flaccid penis that uh, grows to be um, the si- an average size. Exactly. Well, the other thing that happens as you get older is you get what's called a panis, meaning that you get fat in that pad right mm-hmm. above the, the, the pubic bone. And so y- you don't show it as much. Right. And isn't there uh, and no... the other thing you can do is, the simplest thing to do is just trim your pubic hair and it makes it look longer. <laughs> and isn't there an old say or a new saying, I don't know, but lose 30 pounds, gain an inch, something like that? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Now, the one thing that I will warn people about are penile elongation operations. Okay. Okay. And this is, you know... Pretty much only God can lengthen the penis. Urologists can make it girthier, but but only God can make it longer. And so what people were doing, some people still do this, but not nearly as much as they used to, is they used to cut the suspensory ligament. So there's a ligament, right? So connective tissue between the base of the penis and the bone, the pubic bone, the underside of the pubic bone. And so if you cut that tissue the penis actually hangs lower. So when you're in the locker room and you're naked, you look like you're longer. But in reality, the erection, the total penile length is exactly, exactly the, the same. same. And okay. the penis doesn't, you know, when you get fully erect, it doesn't go up as high. Okay. And it's more unstable. And then what happens, and I've seen a lot of these patients come into my office, and it's really that you can't do much for them because then you develop scar tissue. Okay. And so that suspensory ligament reforms, but when it reforms, now it's scarred down and it doesn't stretch. Huh. And so now you have the the worst of both worlds instead of the best of both worlds because the penis hangs low and it doesn't stretch as much as it used to. So basically So if anyone comes at you with a knife and says I want to cut your suspensory ligament, no. Run away. Right, right. So basically now, what you There's something out there uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, there is something out there. What is there? <laughs> As men are there, waiting, well, are they're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, giving, I'm the bearer of bad news. <laughs> but but I do, ha- okay, so there's something out there called the E-List implant, E-L-I-S-T, okay. E-L-I-S-T. And uh, Dr. E-List is a urologist in Beverly Hills, and he has an implant that looks like a, like a silicone taco shell okay. that you can insert over the penis so it's under the skin and above what are called the corporal bodies so the body the erectile bodies that fill up with blood right and so he's doing that there are a couple people around the country that are doing them right now the jury's still out yeah i i i i I, I don't know that i would necessarily recommend it at this time exactly let's let's see where the research is now the other thing that I'm doing at Brandeis MD in San Ramon, California, 
is running a clinical trial called the P-Long study. Okay. And I use what's called PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and suction, and traction, and a, oh, a supplement wow. that I created <laughs> called Affirm that is a circulation supplement. And the combination of those three, those four, over a period of six months, I think will increase naturally the size of the penis by about an inch. Well, you and it will sacrifice girth. You really, really, really need to want that really badly. <laughs> that one extra inch to go through all of that. Like, that's a lot. Um, but, all right, well, there's hope. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, it, yeah, honestly, it's it's... It's important to some men, and what I wanted to do was design a study, one, to, to, to prove that it actually worked or didn't work, because first of all, this is a field where people make a lot of false claims. Yes, to and, make a lot of money. And prey on people. Yeah, and, exactly. and they prey on people's insecurities. And, I mean, could you imagine calling up the, the penis elongation company and saying, <laughs> You know, I want my money back because I still have a short penis. I mean, no one's going to take that phone call. That's right. Hang on with us. Uh, we, we have to take a short break, and we'll be back with Dr. Judson Brandeis. He is a urologist here to answer uh, your penis questions basically tonight, all night until 11 p.m. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Penis Talk tonight with renowned California urologist Dr. Judson Brandeis. His website, BrandeisMD.com, and he is here to answer all of your penis-related questions. You ready to take more questions, Dr. Brandeis? Absolutely. Okay. That's what I do every day. <laughs> Me too, just not specifically <laughs> penile ones. But anyway, uh, here we go. After several transurethral surgical procedures and catheterizations during recuperation, my penis has become extremely curved when erect. Is there anything that can be done to lessen the curvature? Sure. So that's called Peyronie's disease. And what it is is scar tissue of the tunica of the penis. So the, the inner lining of the penis is a really unique structure. It's made to withstand blood pressures that are very high. So the aorta, the big artery in our body, is one millimeter in width. The tunica of the penis is two millimeters because it's hmm. able to withstand very high blood pressures and it gets banged around. <laughs> but in a situation where it's traumatized, maybe in a traumatic fully catheterization, what happens is it develops scar tissue, and that scar tissue is strong, but the scar tissue doesn't stretch, right? The penis is supposed to stretch. Mm -hmm. And so one side of the penis is still able to stretch normally, but the other side of the penis isn't. And so you get a curvature. And so the, the, the bad news is that there really aren't a whole lot of good options. The good news is that there are three. Okay. So one option is surgery. The problem with surgery is that it actually makes the penis shorter. So what you do is you plicate or make one side shorter so it equals the other side. Okay. So you have a straight but short penis. Uh, the second thing to do is to use Gainswave, right? So Gainswave is shockwave therapy, ah, okay. and those shockwaves break up that scar tissue. And then if you use 
gains weight plus a penile stretching device, you can stretch out some of that scar tissue. And that works, in my experience, in about 50% of patients. The third option is to use something called Zyaflex. And Zyaflex is what's called a collagenase. It's an enzyme that breaks up collagen. And if you use Zyaflex and a penile traction device that stretches the scar tissue, you can get some improvement in the curvature and improvement in the length. Is the Zyaflex something that is applied to the penis? Or it's, in, injected, it's injected right into the ah. plaque. And, does that... uh, and in the United States, where our uh, healthcare system isn't um, as consumer-friendly as in Canada, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, Zyaflex costs about three or $4,000 per injection. Oh, wow. And it takes about eight injections, anywhere from six to 10 injections to, um, to, to work. straighten out a curvature. And so I, I don't know what the coverage is in, in Wow. Canada. I'm not even sure that this is even available here. I mean, sometimes you guys are far ahead. Sometimes things to get through the Canadian FDA takes longer than, uh, right. than the FDA. So I'm not, I'm right. not even sure, but that, and, and we, our system doesn't necessarily cover a lot of things that are even considered remotely cosmetic, you know, and if they put this right. as a cosmetic thing. So people are spending thousands and thousands of dollars for only a 50% chance of success. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an unfortunate, and it can get pretty severe. I mean, I've seen 90-degree curvatures or wow. where guys aren't able to, to be physically intimate in sort of the, the normal conventional way. Right. But if there's no pain and the curvature doesn't um, interfere with sexual activity, then it's, you just have to live with the way it looks. Yeah, then, then you just live with it. And, you know, to, for your listeners, if you have a situation where you're beginning to start to have a curvature, what you can do is to get a good uh, penis pump vacuum erection device, mm-hmm. not like a one from uh, like a novelty store, but but a medical grade mm-hmm. one. And you can use that to stretch the penis out, especially oh. if you're maybe older than 50 years old and you're not getting as many good nighttime erections. Okay. And that can help stretch out that scar tissue because about 10 or 15% of those patients will spontaneously improve. Oh, and by stretching good news. the penis out on a more consistent basis, you can avoid, you know, what this poor gentleman is having, which right. is uh, debilitating and sometimes painful penile curvature. Right. Another question for you. Is it true steroids will make a penis smaller? If so, why? Uh, they won't make your penis smaller, but steroids, uh, there's a negative feedback loop with, depends on what steroids you take, mm-hmm. but there's a negative feedback loop with testosterone. So you'll decrease testosterone production. And as testosterone production declines, your testicles will shrink. Right. So and you'll become infertile. Right. So it's the testicles that shrink, not, not the penis. Not the penis. Right. The Te- testicles. Texter wants to know, what are the benefits of breath work when it comes to lasting longer? So that's another really common question I get is about uh, lasting, you know, men wanting to, to last uh, longer. Uh, so I don't know if you can answer that. I mean, I, I have an answer. For yeah, that, absolutely. Well, you know, honestly, you, you're probably in some ways better equipped to handle the, the psychological and behavioral <laughs> techniques right. for premature ejaculation. But I'm, I'm more uh, 
familiar with the medical intervention. So right. one, med- one medical intervention is a delay cream. Mm-hmm. So using a topical numbing cream like uh, promescent or KY duration, or there's a whole bunch of them out there. Right. But basically they decrease the sensitivity of the penis. Now that lidocaine cream can be passed during intercourse. And so it may be not as satisfying for a female partner. Right. We have to remember that now, unless you wear a condom. basically is a function of serotonin. Serotonin is a neurochemical up in the brain and Premature ejaculation is a difficult condition to study, but what we noted is that people that were taking SSRI antidepressants, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors like Zoloft or Paxil or Lexapro, the the time between insertion and ejaculation was dramatically increased. Right. Well, my now, the question is. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sure. The question is, do you want to take one of those medications specifically for the purpose of? Right. Uh, preventing premature ejaculation. Now, there's another one called Prilogy, mm-hmm. which has a shorter onset of action. Uh, and it's not available in the United States. I know it's available in England. Not here and either. I'm not sure about Canada. No, not, not yet available. And it's been out for a long time because I remember attending conferences years ago where Prilogy was presenting, and it's still not here. Um, but right. my my mentor and the person who trained me did, had done one of the first studies on premature ejaculation and anaphronil and looking at hmm. the, uh, the the smallest dose possible, uh, obviously given off label, but um, mm-hmm. but that does uh, definitely yeah, works to really prolong. Yeah. So so that is. So I actually have a supplement mm-hmm. called Prelong. Okay. That's specifically formulated for premature ejaculation. And so what it contains is St. John's wort. Mm-hmm. And so St. John's wort is actually the most popular antidepressant in Europe. And it's got efficacy similar to Paxil, but it doesn't have nearly the same side effects as SSRI antidepressants. Right. So it's a, it's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, but it works through a different mechanism. Right. And also works for, as far as I know, for uh, if people use it to treat depression, it's for mild depression. It will not treat right. uh, a severe, exactly. severe depression. But exactly. just... so you don't want to use it for severe depression. So if, if any of your interest, uh, your listeners are interested, we have it at Affirm Science, A-F-F-I-R-M science.com. Okay. And it's, um, it's called Prelong. And so you start with one tablet. If one tablet doesn't work, then use two tablets. But what I find with premature ejaculation is that it's not like you don't get a magic bullet and it automatically gets better. It's right. a combination of approaches of mm-hmm. a delay cream, something like prelong, and then behavioral techniques that will eventually get a guy to the point where he's satisfied with how long he can last. Right. And this uh, texture wrote in about breath work. Now, breath work is good because it brings you, it, it makes you mindful. So when we talk about doing breath work, we're talking about a mindfulness technique. And a mindfulness technique is used for you to be in the moment. Men tend to want to distract themselves from the sex or the arousal when in fact they need to do quite the opposite is to be very mindful of what's happening mm-hmm. than to be able to learn how to stop and start and so and, and breathe in between taking deep breaths in between so absolutely that uh... you know what another uh, tip is that's really like the simplest thing in the world but actually works really well is get a really good silicone based lubricant yes 
that too. So mm-hmm. a good silicone-based lubricant will significantly decrease the friction. Uh, that kind of yes. brings guys up to the edge. And, That's a good uh, point. You know, it could be as simple as, as, as doing that that makes the difference. You know, sure. it's like like I said, it's an additive effect of right. a silicone-based lubricant, a, a delay spray, something like Prelong will get you to the point. And then, you know, while you're temporizing with those kind of things, you can learn some of the start and stop techniques or the squeeze technique or the me breath or any of those kind of things that will help you fix the problem on a more permanent basis. But when guys – see, the thing is, if you don't mind me – blabbing on and on no it's, it's kind of interesting <laughs> although we do have some more so, questions but go ahead <laughs> sure so getting an erection is a parasympathetic mechanism right mm-hmm. and ejaculation or orgasm is a sympathetic system so if you're so sympathetic is a fight or flight response and parasympathetic is a relaxation response so if you're nervous if you're scared if you're like oh god you know, last time I, I climaxed in 20 seconds, mm-hmm. it's going to happen this time. You have those sympathetic hormones floating through your body. You're much more likely to have a sympathetic discharge. And so it's almost like um, like it's destined to happen because you're thinking it's going to happen. Right. That's a really good explanation for it. Love it. That's great. Um, all right. Somebody asked, what about Yohimbi? Uh, why can you buy it in the U.S. but not in Canada? We, I, I yeah, remember we scam. used to have that yohimbine, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't take it. You're wasting your money. Okay. <laughs> if you want a supplement that works, take a nitric oxide booster. So we have a nitric oxide booster at Affirm Science called Affirm. Okay, the way nitric oxide works. You have like 10, you have, you have 15 seconds to explain it before we go to news. Unless you oh, want to save it. If it's a long explanation or longer than yeah, that, yeah. all right, let's save it it's then. It's so good though. It's so good. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You want to tune in for this because I'm like a, I'm an expert at explaining this. Okay, great. Then we because will talk. It, it explains how something like Viagra works. If you want to know how Viagra works, okay, just coming stay up. Tuned. All right, coming up, we'll find out exactly how Viagra works with our doctor urologist, Dr. Judson Brandeis. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. This week is National Men's Health Week, and we are focusing on men's sexual health uh, during our Penis Talk feature with urologist Dr. Judson Brandeis of California. His website, BrandeisMD.com, if you want to get more information about all the different studies that he is uh, working on as well, you can get that. Before we talk about Viagra, I have to share a couple of texts here with you. Uh, Dr. Lori, tonight's show is superb. You need more doctors on the air. So way to go. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. And someone else says, this guest's talk about the penis's mechanism and functioning and pathologies and remedies is fascinating. So you are uh, really um, doing a good job here, I have to say. Thank right. you. <laughs> I, we appreciate that. Okay, I'm let's so get sorry to... to hear about your, your humpback whale. I know. Very sad. We have uh, we have beautiful humpback whales off the coast of California. Yeah, we don't see them too often yeah. here in our own backyard, Although as a, that's for as sure. As a urologist, I'm, I'm, uh, I prefer sperm whales. But, uh... <laughs> I'm sure that's a joke you tell <laughs> well, often. <laughs> humpbacks are, are pretty cool, too. Uh, Dr. Brandeis, let's talk about how Viagra actually works. This is oh, a yeah, topic okay. that fascinates so, you. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about circulation. 
right? Because okay. this is all about blood flow and circulation. Okay, so, Laura, you wake up in the morning, you go to the gym, okay? Where mm-hmm. does the blood flow go? It goes to the muscles, right? Right. Then after you work out in the morning, you go get some breakfast, where does the blood flow go? It goes to the intestines, right? Then after you eat, you go to work, where does the blood flow go? It goes to your brain. Okay, how does your body do that? How does it know how to get blood from place to place? Okay, you have two systems. One is the nitric oxide system, and the other is the phosphodiesterase system. Mm-hmm. Okay, the nitric oxide is NO, okay, and it was discovered when I was at UCLA back in 1998. They won the Nobel Prize for this. Yeah. And what happens is when a nerve gets stimulated, it releases nitric oxide, so it showers nitric oxide onto a blood vessel, and that opens up or dilates the blood vessel. And it creates this stuff called cyclic GMP. You don't need to know what cyclic GMP is, other than to know that nitric oxide, which is present in men, in women, in cats, dogs, giraffes, rhinoceroses, all mammals have nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that opens up blood vessels. But when you want to close a blood vessel, you use something different. You use phosphodiesterase. And there are different phosphodiesterases throughout your body. So in the brain, you have PDE1. In the lungs, you have PDE4. In the platelets, you have PDE3. In the penis, you have PDE5. And that's the genius of Viagra or Cialis or Levitra is that they're PDE5 inhibitors. Mm -hmm. And so when you block PDE5, you prevent the breakdown of cyclic GMP. And when you have more cyclic GMP, it actually opens up and keeps open the blood vessels. So what we discovered is the combination of a nitric oxide booster and something like Viagra, which is a PDE5 inhibitor, maximizes the signal that opens up blood vessels. Fascinating. That makes sense? Yeah. It, you know, uh... now the beautiful thing about a nitric oxide booster is it works everywhere in your body. Mm-hmm. So it slightly decreases blood pressure in a healthy way. It increases cognition, you know, brain circulation. Mm -hmm. It increases athletic performance. So a lot of elite endurance athletes will take something like Affirm for boosting nitric oxide. It's a really critically important supplement with tremendous science behind it. I mean, they won a Nobel Prize for discovering it, and there are really absolutely no side effects. And it improves the signal for opening up blood vessels fascinating great glad we have you to explain all of that (laughs) yeah i mean i have a whole bunch of videos on my website brandeismd.com if you want to get you know where i live uh, i'm very close to facebook google apple right um, uh, you know lawrence livermore labs and so my patients tend to be engineers and really scientific technical people so I assume that everyone is really interested in knowing the the nitty-gritty details of how things work. Listen, well, some people are. Some people may not not care. They just want the answer, and they just want the solution. But I find it fascinating. I'm so curious always to know how how things work. And I think our, our particular listeners are also interested in that kind of thing. So, uh, okay. I've got a, a, a couple more questions here. I've got quite a few actually. Um, I've always had problems with feeling sensations along the shaft. I always thought that I had too much thick skin. What's the solution? Too much thick skin. 
along the sh- could you have uh, well, thicker I mean, some skin? people um, are uncircumcised and they have a lot of extra foreskin. Um, along the shaft, would it be what would that? Along the shaft, too much sensation. I'll let you think about that one then. Um, yeah, I not everything think about has that a, one. You know, but, so yeah. the, does the person want more sensation or do they want less sensation? I think they want sensation? more sensation. I think they have problems with feeling along the okay. shaft. Maybe they don't feel so enough I'm, along the shaft. I'm, I'm working on a product. Uh, there's a female version of the product. It's called Ovask. Mm-hmm. It's O2 Vask, V A S C. And what it is is a transdermal nitric oxide booster. Okay. Right. So your skin is a pretty tight barrier, meaning that when you jump in a, a swimming pool, you don't your body doesn't absorb a whole bunch of water, H2O, which is a small molecule, because your skin is really good at keeping stuff out. Right. Right. But if you find a good carrier gel that can bring molecules through the skin through a variety of mechanisms, you can actually bring stuff through. And so this supplement is a transdermal supplement, and it uses this transdermal carrier gel with arginine to increase blood flow into the penis. So we've already tested it, and it works really well in the vagina, basically, because the clitoris is is basically a a penis, a penis yeah. on the inside. That's right. <laughs> right. And so, you know, most people know the clitoral bulb, but there's actually two legs right. of the clitoris that sit behind the labia. Right. And so if you use the OVASC, you can actually have the arginine, which is the nitric oxide booster, absorb into the clitoris and get a clitoral, uh, more of a clitoral erection. You hmm. can do the, use the same stuff maybe on the shaft of the penis to increase the blood flow to there. help improve the sensitivity of the nerves. Hmm. Okay. Uh, here's another question. So that's just for, a thought. Uh, okay. There's, uh, of course, we're all answering this generally because we haven't examined right. and everything else. So. Exactly. Uh, some say they love having their testicles touched, but for me, it feels way too sensitive and makes me nauseous. Is that normal, that it feels like when you get kicked right in the nuts when I'm touched? Sure. So... Uh, going back to embryology, when you're developing as a, uh, a fetus, the testicles actually start up by the kidneys. And then as you develop as a fetus, they actually drop into the scrotum. And that's why you actually get hernias. Right. Because that area where they pass through, where, down where you have pubic hair, is an area of weakness. Okay. And so that's why when you get hit with a hockey puck in the testicles, you feel it in your belly. Okay. Now, the nerves on the scrotal skin are different than the nerves to the testicles, and so the the scrotal skin shouldn't elicit that kind of reaction. But if somehow in touching the skin, the, the testicles get roughed up a little bit, or even it, it causes what's called the cremasteric reaction, the nerve, the, um, the muscles that hold the testicles, Mm-hmm and bring them up and down like yo-yos when mm-hmm. it's hot or cold mm-hmm. uh, can sometimes be very sensitive. And that may be what, what they're getting is kind of a cremasteric reflex type hmm. reaction that's causing that nausea. 
All right. We have to take a short break and come back. Uh, Dr. Judson Brandeis, our urologist uh, here with us tonight, is answering your penile questions. I'm unfortunately, I don't know if we'll get to all the questions, but we will give it a try. Uh, Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Penis Talk tonight with California urologist Dr. Judson Brandeis answering your questions. Uh, this person writes, I took a half of Viagra just once, just out of curiosity. It was erect for six hours, and it was not the same feeling of normal erection, never again. <laughs> I guess some people don't like that. Six hours seems like a long time to have an erection. Um on another note, uh, regarding a curved penis, this woman writes, I think curvy penises are sexy. It goes in at a good angle and provides more pleasure in my experience. And when you think about the, the sex toys, like G-spot stimulators for women, they've got a nice curve to it. <laughs> so some of those mm-hmm. curves hit the spot just right, right? <laughs> you got to find the guy with just the right curve. Exactly. exactly. Pull down your pet. There's a show on, did you ever see this, Naked Dating or something, where they, they're, it's a British show, and you actually pick your yeah dates based on like you you get to see them naked first it's crazy not even their face just you know (laughs) um can you just talk a little bit about uh, i know that you're involved in research now for treating erectile dysfunction and and we're seeing new things come out uh in science i'd like you to just take a few minutes if you could talk about uh, gains wave and 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 the, the the new kinds of treatments out there yeah, you know, it's a great time to have erectile dysfunction <laughs> because there are a lot, a lot of really good things out there. So, you know, we talked about the nitric oxide booster and the PDE5 inhibitors, but they improve the signal. But you also want to improve the pipes. Right. Right. So if you, if you have a really good signal, but the pipes are rusty and they're clogged, then you're not going to be able to get a good erection. And so Gainswave is this amazing technology which uses shock waves to stimulate the growth of new blood vessels. Okay, so shock waves, what they do, they're not really like shock waves, but they're high-intensity sound waves that are kind of dialed down so that they're strong enough to generate an inflammatory response, but not strong enough to actually hurt you. Okay. And so when they perturb the cell membrane, what the cell membrane interprets that as is an injury. And so when you're injured, you generate an injury response, and an injury response generates a healing response. Hmm. And part of a healing response is to activate stem cells. Stem cells are cells that can grow into other cells and also release something called vascular endothelial growth factor, or VEGF. And what that is is like fertilizer for new blood vessels. So basically, Gainswave is planting the seeds and then fertilizing the growth of new blood vessels. And so the actual treatment only takes about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we do it in our office once a week for six to 12 weeks. And usually after about four to six weeks, you've grown enough new blood vessels that you can notice a significant improvement in your erections. Wow. Now, is this going to take a 75-year-old diabetic and make them an 18-year-old? No, no. of course not. <laughs> but if you're, say, a, a 55-year-old hockey player, right? And you've taken one too many shots, and and um, you're you're beginning to need to use Viagra. We can actually get you to the point where you don't need Viagra anymore. Or if you're a, a 65 year old uh, Arctic fisherman, and 
Viagra's not working for you anymore. We can get you to the point where Viagra's working for you. Right. Or, um, so you know, if you're can't... a 75-year-old and nothing seems to be working, we can get you to the point usually where Viagra seems to be working okay. Oh, wow. So the research, yeah. the research is uh, very, very, obviously very promising. I don't know if, there's, if this is available in Canada. I Do think it know? is, actually. I think there are some, some places where it's starting to become available. Right. So we need to, uh, yeah, let's see yeah, if there's any can, research you know, here. The Bay Area is a nice place to come. You can fly <laughs> to the Bay Area, spend a couple weeks here, and we'll take care of you. Yeah, that's an expensive treatment. It is an expensive area, yeah. <laughs> no question. All right. Uh, all right, I have another question for you. Uh, somebody wants to know anything on how pot helps with sex. Have you seen any yeah. studies with the there was with just marijuana? There's an article that came out. If you want to look at my Facebook page, I put a, I think it's I'm not a big Facebook person, but I do put a lot of studies out on Facebook because you know there's a whole bunch of junk that comes out on Facebook. Yes. You know, every <laughs> every Wahoo thinks that they, you know, their opinion matters. And so what I'll do on my Facebook page, which is Brandeis MD, is I'll put out when there's an interesting article that comes out like real article, you know, with scientific data right. and studies, That's like I I'll do just, that. I'll, I'll post it. Yeah, and I so there was so. an article that came out on the effect of cannabis on erectile function, mm-hmm. and it doubles the risk of erectile function, dysfunction. So it doubles the risk of dysfunction. Right. right. It might so make you feel bad. in the mood, but it could eventually kill your yeah. erection. Right. Yeah. It's uh, like a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor antidepressants. Like, you can't get an erection, but you're happy, so who cares? <laughs> Right. Pick one. It's like you got to yeah, pick, pick one. one, right? Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody wants to know, what's the NO supplement again? It's called Affirm, A-F-F-I-R-M. And it's uh, you can get it at AffirmScience.com, A-F-F-I-R-M Science.com. Or you can get on my website, and there's usually a link to it. But, okay. the, you know, the, I, I don't want you to just take my word for it. There's a whole uh, scientific presentation there that explains in detail the science behind how it all works and also each of the ingredients that we selected uh, and why we selected them. Okay. So I'm going to take this question from a woman because you're a urologist and she, women also go to urologists. Um, and let's see if you can give her an answer to this. Uh, I'm a woman who had a bladder procedure numerous years ago called a cystoscopy, I believe, due to the fact that although I didn't drink much water, my urine was nevertheless always very pale to clear in color. And ever since that painful procedure, I've been unable to fully evacuate my bladder when urinating, and my urine developed a persistent pungent scent resembling chicken broth, of all things, not to mention the fact I'm constantly bloated, and I'm wondering what could have gone wrong in terms of related side effects and whether my symptoms may simply be indicative of an infection and what I can do about the fact other than counterintuitively get yet another of the same procedure in order to determine what may be wrong. Yeah, so unfortunately it sounds like she may have had a stricture, Okay. That resulted from the cystoscopy. So a stricture is scar tissue. So the, the urethra is a tube. Mm-hmm. And if um, if you develop scar tissue in that tube, you narrow the tube. If you narrow the tube, it becomes more difficult to empty the bladder. Ah. Okay. And so if you can't empty the bladder, your bladder fills up with urine, and you end up getting recurrent infections. And what can she do about that? 
Is there you know, a way? She has to go back to a, she's got to go back to a urologist and get seen. Okay. Well, hopefully they won't have to do that procedure again. Yeah, I hope not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, how can you increase one's libido? This man wants to know. Yeah, testosterone. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know that yeah, doctors here don't... Women, I mean... We don't give that out yeah. very... Like, it's very unregulated here, testosterone uh, supplements. I mean, libido comes from testosterone. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's important to get your testosterone levels checked. Right. Uh, check That's them true. first thing in the morning. Okay. Um, because they varied throughout the day. And... Um, Check not only the total testosterone, but you also have to check the free testosterone right. because the free testosterone is actually the testosterone that really matters. Right. I have right. a whole lecture on this on my website also. Okay. Actually, that's very good you, for people to know. If your testosterone is low and you're symptomatic, so if your testosterone is low and you feel fine, don't replace testosterone. Right. And if you're really young, don't replace testosterone. But, you know, if you're after... 50 years old and your testosterone is low and you have low libido and you have trouble putting on muscle and you're putting on weight and you're tired and you're cranky. Androgen deficiency syndrome. Great. It yeah. changes people's lives. Right. Well, it's it's very much like uh, hormone replacement for women where now they give it to oh, women yeah. who are symptomatic uh, where it can change their lives as well. But if you don't have major symptoms that bother you, then you don't go for it. But if you're low and you have symptoms, you may be going through andropause or testosterone deficiency syndrome, where exactly. which causes all kinds of symptoms, of course, and has a, a huge impact. So this is something where you need to talk to your physician about because you, you, Absolutely. you but do you know, need to it's check. Absolutely, but you know, it's great in women. And I, I had a patient that came in today. He said, my, my wife went on bioidentical hormone replacement with estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, and she's been chasing me around the, the house for the last two weeks, and i got to do something. <laughs> Right, I need to keep up can, with her. Can you get me some of that testosterone too? Right, uh, Doctor Brandeis, it has been a pleasure. I hope, I hope that we can speak again. I, I, you know, I know it's taking up your time and what have you, but I think our listeners really appreciated your expertise, and uh, I did too. So thank you so much. Oh yeah, no, um, it's been a, a pleasure to be on, and I, I love the city of Montreal and and. Uh, I love going up to Canada, so Good, uh, it's visit. an honor to be on your show. <laughs> and uh, and I got your book yesterday, and I've been reading it cover to cover. It's a fantastic oh, book. Thank you. It's, oh my gosh! It's so it's like <laughs> so so necessary. The work that you're doing. Thank you. I it appreciate really is that. because you know it's such an important part of life. Of course. And a lot of people just they don't lose their interest, but they lose kind of the. Yeah, the, 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 mojo, the how the to desire and... to, to pursue it. They don't know how to do it. There's exactly. a lot of changes that happen in the body, and it, it just freaks people out. And so it's so good that you're you're writing these kind of books to help people after I, 50. I appreciate um, that. Thank you, know, you so keep, much. Keep their quality of life. Well, uh, I appreciate all the work that you're doing, too, to help uh, to help men and, and women in their sexuality. Thank you so much. So if anybody is interested, oh, Brandeis, M-D, B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S-M-D.com or Facebook. And you can uh, check out uh, Dr. Brandeis's uh, videos and, and lectures and all kinds, get tons of information. So thanks again, and we will talk soon. You have got a, it. All right. All have right. a great have night. Have a good night. You too. 
Thank you all for listening. Thanks for all of your texts. I'm sorry if we didn't get to all of your uh, questions, but I'm sure we'll be able to get Dr. Brandeis on again. I'm going to try and make him a regular. Uh, thanks to our technical producer, Chris Aiken, tonight. Uh, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website at drlori.com, where you can also catch all the past podcasts. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion. <laughs>